Hello everyone and welcome to episode 168 of the IA cast. folks i am here this time with a few folks it's been quite a while since we've done one of these episodes but we are back for new content so it's awesome to be here and i have my regulars here with me i have uh taylor arndt hello everyone and michael babcock i am back hello everyone yeah i think you've been on pretty much all of our our recent uh episodes right yeah, uh, 167 I came on, and that was our most recent episode. So, yep. yeah. <laughs> I, didn't know, I couldn't yep. remember you on 166, though. No, no. Nope. That was Jason's last one, though, I think. Really? Has it only been two episodes since then? I think so. I know. No. Yeah. <laughs> we've all been busy, though, you know? Yeah, yeah. We've been doing we a have. lot of... We have. We've been doing Tecopolis a lot of... Live, crazy. Yeah, we've been doing a lot of other shows, and... Uh, like Taylor and I have been doing our show, um, Techopolis Live, uh, every Wednesday on YouTube. So uh, go and check that out. We will have a link in the show notes. Um, and Sometimes multiple times a week. Yeah. <laughs> like last week we did two shows. Um, Trying to set up parallels on an M1 Max computer. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. And, uh, and on Taylor's M1, it was pretty fun. And, um, so, you know, we've been doing those episodes. I do my game streams on there. Uh, last week we talked about a lot of, uh, M1 Mac stuff. We talked about just some random technology stuff and, uh, um, things like that. But, um, Taylor, you've been doing quite a few, uh, different, uh, streams on your channel, right? I have. Yes. I've been doing a lot of Q and A with Taze where I basically let people ask me questions within reason. About, you know, my per- like personal things or just things that I enjoy or just kind of getting to know me as a person. I say within reason because, you know. We've had some doozies. For anything. We did. So, yep. Uh, and, and tonight we're going to be streaming at uh, 5 Central uh, yep. talking about what to do in Austin. Because I'm going to be going to Austin uh, in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you've also done your Taylor Teardowns and your... Uh, I have... Uh, tutorial Tuesdays and Final Cut Fridays. So uh, yep. those are all. It's been busy around here. Yeah. So check those out. And you even have a podcast. Um, so what do people type in to find the, your podcast on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, or any of the. I think Taze Tech Talks, but I don't know anymore. Yeah, Taze huh. Tech Talk is what it comes up in my podcast app as. Cool. Okay, cool. I'm going to go ahead and throw links in the chat, folks. Hopefully the links will actually work. That would be nice. Yeah, sometimes YouTube links uh, links on YouTube uh, don't always work, and it's kind of weird. So um, uh, check that out, and um, we're glad that we have, uh, you know, we're glad you were here for more content, and um, it's been a while. So um, the last one we, the last episode we did was about the, uh, during the Apple uh, iPhone event, and that was pretty fun. Um, we will be, so we did a lot of our unboxings on the Techopolis channel. We will be bringing those um, back uh, as unbox casts to the IACast network. So all of you guys that listen, don't worry. They will be brought back. Um, we have a iPhone, an Apple Watch, and a Mac unboxing that will all be coming back on the network. So don't worry. The unbox casts will return. So 
all of those are a thing. So uh, keep that, uh, keep on the lookout for those things. Michael, you've been doing your podcast. So talk about uh, what content you guys have been doing uh, for the DM series. Well, interesting. Some voices you might be familiar with were heard on the latest episode that's been, well, the second most latest episode that's been published latest since this live stream, and that's DM81, Who's That? And it starts out with two very familiar voices that if you're listening to this, I'm pretty sure you know those voices. Taylor and Michael joined us on Clubhouse, and we did some experimentation with my mixer and Clubhouse and bringing people in from different sources, so that was fun. And and then we just recorded on the DM series, my co-host Demasi and I, uh, DM82 yesterday. Name of that is What's in Your Ears. And uh, yeah, so uh, no, I'm sorry, What's That in Your Ears, what we called it. And that'll be coming out on Tuesday, the, I don't even know, that would be the... Ninth, and that one we talked about some new headphones that Demasi has gotten, uh, new headphones that Michael has gotten, and the reason why Demasi has to return a pair of the AirPod threes for someone in his family. So you have to tune in to hear the details on that. Did did y'all talk about? The, and we'll talk about this later on in the show. Did y'all talk about why I call them the earworm? We did not mention the earworm, but we did mention the the parts that make them look like worms. So yes. <laughs> well, we, we're going to talk about it today. <laughs> yes. Yes, we will. <laughs> oh man. We've got a lot to talk about. So um, we're, we're going to uh, um, go right into it because, oh my gosh, since we did an episode, there's been a lot of tech that, and not just Apple, there's been a lot of tech that has been unleashed. So that's kind of why we went with the, the name Unleashed, because it it sums up right. um, everything that uh, that has happened in the last, oh, month or more <laughs> since we did one of these episodes. So um, it's pretty intense. It's pretty uh, crazy with the amount of things that have come out since... We've done a show, and um, it, it's just incredible the amount of technology we've gotten. So um, there was a week back in October where we had three days of tech announcements. And starting with Apple on a Monday, Google on a Tuesday, Samsung on a Wednesday. And so... Come on, come on, Sam both. Samsung and DJI on the same day. I know What's, CGI isn't super tech. The yeah. drone company, the company that makes drones for people who do a lot of YouTubing. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They announced a, I want to say it was a $1,200 drone. And I'm like, that's a bit out of my budget. <laughs> yeah. And I would probably fly the thing and crash it because that's how that would go. So, um, yeah, there's a, just a lot of stuff. So that, there was the, the, um, Samsung event and there was the, uh, Apple event, and I think we should um, get the small things out of the way. Let's go in reverse order for once, because Apple had kind of the most devices that were announced. So do we even still know what Samsung came out with that week? I don't. They came out with a panel that will allow you to change the color of your Z Flip 3 and your Galaxy Watch 4. Ooh, super exciting. <laughs> A panel? I think that actually is 
So it's a it's like a skin for your phone that you can change the colors of your Z Flip three and your Galaxy Watch. Interesting. Yeah. That, that to the best of my knowledge, that was the announcement. I am open to be corrected, but my understanding is is that's all that was announced. And it was like a 20-minute event. It was yeah, not it was, long because we all talked about short. it, and then it was over. Yeah, we were like, when's that event today? Oh, it was at 9 o'clock, and it was 9.45 when we realized it, and then it was yeah. over. So, yeah, it must not have been the biggest, most important thing. But yeah, I'm sure it was to some people. So, you know, I, I won't just discount that. But, um, yeah. Uh, and then Google, on the Tuesday, announced their... Um, new flagship phone, the Pixel 6. And uh, they had a lot of, they focused a lot on AI and the cameras and the, um, you know, everything in between, like new uh, holding features for Google Assistant, new, you know, all these other things. And this thing has a, both phones have a, um, the cameras are a bar that goes across the back, um, I believe. The Pro especially has like three or four lenses. The problem I have with that for a blind or low vision user is you don't know what your focal point is. So it would be difficult to know if it's on the left or the right or the middle of the phone that you should be pointing your camera at. So that's my only complaint about that, the way that they built that. Whereas like the iPhone or a lot of the Samsung phones, it's all in one spot, I think. I know that it is on the iPhone, but I don't know about the Samsung ones. Also, I really do hope that they have improved the microphones because, man, the Pixel 5 microphones are the worst. Terrible. They are not good at all. No. I, I did like the... They're putting a lot of focus on on-device translation. So they demonstrated someone having a conversation with another person in a different language and the phone sitting between them. So it would translate... So the person who was speaking, I think it was Japanese. Uh, so the person speaking Japanese would speak into the phone and then Google text to speech would translate that and speak it out to English. And that was, uh, of course it was a demo, but the way they made it sounded was remarkable. Remarkable. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. And then of course, someone speaking English, it would translate it and then send it out in Japanese. And that has me really intrigued. And then of course they have more, I think what Google has done is taken a lot of the voice access functionality that was available in an application and brought that to the dictation button on the Google keyboard. So now you can say send and it will send a message or you can say clear and it will delete it or I believe you can have it select words. Now something that was not announced at the event but has come out since then is an update to the Google keyboard has made it possible. So in the past, if you had lift to type enabled, so you were, would slide your finger around and you lift it, your finger up, it would activate a key. But when you went down to the more button in the bottom left-hand corner, you would have to double tap that. It used to not be the case. They broke it. So then you had to double tap the more button. Now it is back to where when you, and these are using talkback. When using TalkBack in the Google keyboard, you can find the More button in the bottom left-hand corner and lift your finger up, and it will activate it. Or you find the Send button or the Enter button in the bottom right-hand corner, lift your finger up, and it will activate it. I believe it does the same thing with the Dictation button. It sounds little, but the fact that they brought it back has improved uh, typing experiences on Android for TalkBack users. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad it's back. Yeah. That's really cool. And of course, they and they brought out Android 12 with the Material U 
um, UI changes and some increase uh, and some changes as far as the uh, phone's UI there um, and some some things like that. So uh, it's pretty exciting, I think, what Google's done. Then they brought out their Tensor processor. And every time I hear that, I want to say TensorFlow uh, because of the Python library. But um, it's a major machine learning library, uh, and it's really, uh, or it's a machine, machine learning processor, has its own, a lot of cores, uh, P cores, performance cores, and efficiency cores. Uh, somebody compared it to, they feel like it's very similar to a Samsung Exynos processor. Um, so that's kind of interesting, Google, maybe. I've heard that the speakers are better, battery is better on the 6, so um, just some very interesting, you know, changes on this new phone. Um, I don't know, uh, do you remember, Michael, about the camera, I mean, not the camera, the uh, fingerprint sensor, is it now in the screen? Yes, the fingerprint sensor is now in the screen. I haven't talked to anyone who used TalkBack, and I'm not buying this phone yet, I want to wait for a little bit. Uh, so I don't know how that works with TalkBack, but it is located in the screen now. Mm -hmm. Yep. So cool stuff from Google. And the the I guess the next event, unless am, am I missing anything there, y'all? No, I don't really think so. I think you covered it pretty well. Yep. So, well, Taylor, what do you think about the, the Pixel? Is it something that, you know, if you didn't have an iPhone, would it be a phone you'd be interested in? Or do you think the Samsung stuff sounds, sounds better? Uh... Maybe the Google stuff sounds a little bit better. I will say one thing about the Samsung, as far as media, uh, I think Samsung really has Google beat as far as like listening to media, oh, their I'm speakers, sure, yeah. and their microphones. Yep. Oh, yeah, because Chase was on a Samsung the other day. Mm -hmm. The only thing I don't know, uh, since Samsung, hello, motorcycle. Um, the only thing about Samsung is I don't know how often they're getting their software updates these days. Well, and that's the thing. That's what I'm concerned about. And that's why I say what I say. Yeah. Because I want se security. Up well, I guess I want security updates. That's important. I but think, I want software updates frequently. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think they'll get the security updates uh, when everybody else gets them. Right, but, but that's not right. It's just it's, the software. It's the feature updates, yeah. Right, and the features. So yeah, that that's my only thing about Samsung. I don't quite know. Um, so the um, I guess the last thing to talk about is uh, everything Apple. What was really unleashed, and um, you know, uh, if, if you're not an Apple fan, this is the point to skip ahead for a good while till we get to our uh, picks section. Which even then you may want to um, skip past because I think it's going to be a lot of Apple stuff. But uh, Apple's Unleashed event. Uh, and going back to Google for a bit, I feel like Google really modeled their event after Apple. It felt very Apple-esque, like how they would switch off to all these different people to show off different things. The fact that they picked a Tuesday at 10 o'clock. The fact that they did all these things. Do y'all agree? It felt very Apple-esque. I think it felt very Apple-esque. And something that I forgot to mention, I don't know that it was announced, but it's been made... Uh, uh, it's been made public now is that Google now offers their pixel six, I almost said pixel four. Well, wow. pixel six phone in a 
subscription model. So you can subscribe to Google services and include the financing of the device in that subscription too. I think they call it Pixel Plus or something. Uh, so that was interesting that that Wait. rumor actually came to be. Wait, really? Yep. It's like $50, $45 a month, something like that. Get you the uh, Google One. It's not Google One, but it's Google's version of Apple One. Um so you get the Game Pass, you get a $5 discount on Google Fi if you use that service. It includes your phone service and Google's uh, backup storage service that I always forget the name of. Drive? No, I think it's called Google uh, Plus or Google One or something like that. Well, Google so One gives you two terabytes of yep. uh, drive storage. Yeah. Yep, so you get that in the subscription as well. Really? Yep, it's, uh, I think it's called the Pixel Pass if I remember right. Now, is this a is this does this require a credit card? Or, or um, I believe it does not require a credit card, but it does require a credit check. Interesting. Yeah. So, does that mean when they come out with new pixels, does it uh, do they give you an upgrade? You can choose to upgrade it. Yes. Of that course, you have to turn in the one you have, but then you can upgrade it and just continue to pay the monthly fee. So, what what's happening in the world? is mobile devices are becoming a mobile device as a service uh, in a sense because you're just paying monthly to have access to that mobile device versus what it was five, 10 years ago, pay $200 to have access to a device but sign a two-year agreement with this particular cell phone carrier. The reason I like the Pixel Pass feature, and I, I hope that Apple eventually does this as well, they kind of do, but but not all bundled together, is because then you have the flexibility. If, if T-Mobile alters their prices, not to pick on just T-Mobile, but let's say T-Mobile alters their prices, then you can go to Verizon because you have an unlocked device and you're not committed to a specific carrier. Hmm. That's interesting. interesting. So obviously, when I go to Austin and then I buy my new phone, obviously it'll probably be unlocked, right? It'll be from Apple. But obviously, I usually buy my phones outright just because, frankly, it's a little bit easier Mm -hmm. uh, on my situation just because of the crazy, wacky phone plan that I'm on. But um, so basically, when you buy it from Apple, right, then it's already unlocked, if I'm understanding. Yeah. Interesting. I I'm gonna have to look into this uh, Pixel uh, Pass a little more. Um, I mean, I've got Android phones. I don't really need another one, but no, no. <laughs> but you could sell the Android phones you already have. Oh, <laughs> right, 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 right. Exactly. Or upgrade. You know, maybe maybe that would go towards the you know getting you know starting that off. I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. So uh, I learned something again today. Mm-hmm. Did not know about this. So, um, interesting stuff. So, on to uh, Apple. Um, we first started off with HomePod Minis getting um, a new color upgrade. There's now blue, orange, yellow. Was there green? There's like a total of five. Um, blue, orange, yellow, space gray, and white, I think, are the um, are the lineup now. And they didn't really change anything about the, the devices, but they did offer a voice plan where you can use Siri to control Apple Music and play whatever you want only. Now, what that means is, is that you cannot go into the app and play whatever song you want from the app or on your various devices. But with Siri, you can. It's the voice plan. That's the whole point of the voice plan. It's also to compete with Amazon's uh, Amazon Music uh, Prime Music plan that uh, is for Echo devices. Um we all, hmm? I think it's four ninety nine a month now right. for that plan, isn't it? 
I believe so. Yep. Yep. Apple's also brought out a lot of good TV shows. Highly recommend um, some of these. Foundation just finished. Uh, C just finished. Um, a few others are going. Uh, the movie Finch came out, which looks really good. I want to check that out. Um, so great stuff from Apple TV+. Plus. They also just um, are now with Comcast. So apparently you can uh, get their content on uh, Comcast, I believe it is. The next thing is uh, AirPods 3. The best AirPods, in my opinion. But that's my opinion. And the nice thing is, is that we have um, three different types of AirPods. I don't know if they're selling the second gens anymore. But um, you have second gen AirPods. You have AirPods third generation, AirPods Pro, and AirPods Max. You have all of the variety of headphones that you could ever want um, to use um, on Apple stuff. Um, So it's really cool. Um, and those headphones don't count the Beatliner products too, because right. those are, are right. even additional. Apple's got a lot of headphone lines when you put the Beatliner. Yeah, um, we have a chat in our YouTube that says they listen to a um, somebody talking um, on the uh, blind Android. Uh, um, let's see, there's a blind Android users YouTube channel. They said that. Um, if you put your finger on the fingerprint sensor on the screen, TalkBack will actually say fingerprint sensor. That's not good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go listen to this because this is interesting. <laughs> That's not good. No, it's not. <laughs> because what if something's important there? You know, like... Uh, uh, well, does a sighted user have that problem too? No. For example... So the fingerprint sensor is not always there. It's only shown during authentication. I have a feeling, um, yes. And I have a feeling it's like an, for TalkBack, it's an overlay. Ah. It's meant to be um, where it is on the screen. And I could be wrong, but I have a feeling for sighted users, it's just another part of the screen. Whereas for TalkBack, um, it has to be one or the other. So it's the fingerprint sensor. And I doubt that they have safe areas blocking other content from being in that area. So that is not how about effective. Michael goes and buys one and tells us exactly how it works. What's that? I said, how about Michael goes and buys one and tells us how it I'm, works? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm I'm really good. Um, but yeah, that is a, a little disconcerting, and you know, might get a lot of people to stay off the Pixel Six that are blind. So um, on to uh, the meat of the uh, of the show. You know, I well going back to the AirPods. I really love my AirPods Three. I really love these things. They sound great. They sound as good, if not better, than the Pros. Uh, they're smaller. They have the stems. And you know what? I can hold the stem in to activate Siri, which I'd rather do than have noise cancellation or transparent hearing support. Really like that better. So, the AirPods Third Generation are the AirPods I've been waiting for. They are bigger. So if you got smaller ears, they're not going to fit as well. But for me, who has big ears, they work great. They don't fall out as uh, well. Mine didn't fall out before, but these really do stay in pretty well. So the next thing we got was uh, new Max, and I'm talking to you guys on one right now. This is the internal microphone on the Mac, and for those of you that are on uh, YouTube, I can tell you that the camera is top notch. In fact, um, here you go. 
Um, you know, this is me on the uh, uh, the camera on the machine, and it looks great. It looks fantastic. And um, uh, for you guys, I just turned on video just so that people can see how good the camera on this machine looks. It it really does look amazing compared to what it's done in the past. So you guys are getting a full experience of, of a YouTuber on the uh, M1 uh, Max. So um, if you're waiting for a camera upgrade, it's great. And one of the other things I like, uh, a lot of people don't like the notch. It does have a notch just like the iPhone, but the notch actually helps me know where to line up my face so that I could look at the camera. So I really like that. That's a, actually a bonus for me. Um, we have an HDMI port on these new machines. We have an SD card slot. We have three Thunderbolt 4 ports and um, a high impedance headphone jack, which means it can um, use higher power of higher volume headphones. And a um, kind of like having a little preamp built in, I guess. And a MagSafe port. It is back, folks. And the MagSafe adapter um, is detachable from, from the wall plug. So if your uh, cable goes bad, your, your cable, you don't have to buy a new plug. And that's the part that would always go bad. And it's braided, folks. So it's like a fabric cable. Very nice. It's beautiful. It's the best they've done. So uh, highly recommend it. And they, the 16-inch um, machines use a 140-watt uh, charger. You'd think that'd be huge, but they're using the gallium nitride, I believe that's how you say that, or GAN uh, technology to make the cable, the, the charger, about the same size as their other chargers. And that's incredible. Um, it does get hot, but, um, you know, it does charge 0% uh, to 50 in, 30, in like 30 minutes or an hour. I don't remember what the stat was. It's really fast. It just really works well. Now, with my developer workload, I have been able to kill this thing in four hours, and that's pretty quick. I won't lie. But I got the M1 Max with 32 gigs of RAM, uh, one terabyte of hard drive space, and 32 um, cores. So it's almost the top-of-the-line machine, 32 GPU cores. They also have the M1 Pro, which has configurations of 8 and 10 cores. So that would be uh, 6 uh, P or uh, performance cores and two E or efficiency cores. They also have a variant with, um, or the, well, let me slow down. Uh, the first one has eight cores, the six and two. There's also a variant, uh, or that, that also has 14 GPU cores. They also have a variant that, um, 10 uh, cores, eight and two, um, eight performance, uh, two efficiency. Um, Whereas the M1 had four and four. So this thing is uh, more about performance than it is efficiency. The M1 Max has uh, the same 10 core um, structure, but it has um, 24 or 32 GPU cores and uh, starts at a minimum of 32 gigabytes of RAM. So that's a lot, folks. That is a lot. The other interesting thing that people will want to note is usually people that got the smaller machine got the shaft, as in they were shafted. They did not get the um, they did not get the specs that the 16-inch could get. This is now longer now no longer the case. P 
people on the 14-inch machine rejoice. That, like the smaller machines can rejoice. They get, you, you will get all the same components. Um, you can configure both the machines to be the same no matter what size you get. The 16-inch does have a better cooling system and battery life, but you still get a lot of the um, same stuff. So, you know, the, the cool thing about these things also is the monitors, the, the, the screens are different too. And uh, they, they look almost like iPhone screens. They have that liquid retina XDR. That's the uh, mini LED uh, screens. They look great. They look like the iPad with ProMotion, uh, 1080p uh, camera, and new speakers. And uh, I think people are going to love the speakers on both models. And it's quiet. Like, can y'all hear it? I don't hear any fans. I don't think any fans are going. Nope. So, um, a lot quieter. So, um, nope, don't hear a thing. Yep. And, uh, and the neat thing is, this is the most important part. You know, this is the very most important part of this. I sound good. I think I sound good on here. Uh, yeah, if you didn't, we would have told you a long time ago. <laughs> right. And, and I'm sure that the editors and post-production folks are going to love this if I continue to use this. Is there something that you guys probably have not noticed? Have I popped my peas? No. You, you have haven't. not. So... Um, I think this needs to, depending on how good it sounds, at least, this might need to be my, uh, podcasting machine, my podcasting mic for a while. Well, I use my internal, so why isn't to say that you can't use yours? Well, some voices do really well on internals, and, uh, I mean, yes, uh, well, it's not. Well, you sound fine. You know, um, it's not like I'm speaking into a professional microphone, but I think this does pretty good for recording. Yeah, you sound great, so especially for your recording environment there's a little bit of reverb but but it's not it's not outrageous and mm -hmm. so that's positive and i thought you were going to say the most important part michael was that there's function keys again oh yes <laughs> we already know which one is my favorite function key f6 yes, we do. f6 so i've got a mac i've got an iphone i've got an ipad i've got an apple watch i've got an ipod touch I've got... What am I missing? I think that's it. I don't even know. You, you have a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, but basically, F6 turns on focus mode on all those devices. So I press F6, and that's it. They're all silenced. I haven't heard a thing come through on any of my devices, and that's wonderful. It's great. So when I go and I start podcasting, I just press F6. It's beautiful. And is that a toggle? So when you're done, you can just tap F6 again and it turns it off? Or is you it only it. one way? You nice. got it. Yep. It's wonderful. And, you know, I bet I could even set um, focus modes to change my power settings. So if I am doing something power, you know, you know, um, power hungry, I could probably set it to um, uh, F6 to turn off the fans and all that kind of stuff. Uh, since and I'm doing all this stuff on battery, folks, just to let you all know. <laughs> and since then... Because I'm not doing a whole lot, just in Zoom, I'm still at 96% battery. That's nice. So about F6, is that only, like, can you set what focus mode that enables, or is it specifically do not disturb, and or can you assign other function keys to different focus modes? You know, I haven't tried, but that's a good question. Okay. I, I don't know yet. That's a great question. We will have to uh, talk about that some other time. But... 
I just love the capability, you know, um, to do that. It does show the do not disturb symbol, so I'm not sure, but we can, we will have to test that. The other thing that's neat is that um, I can change my volume again, finally, with uh, keys. You guys with voiceover have been able to do it um, already, but we can't. I can play and pause music again next to previous, uh, mute, unmute from a keyboard, and do dictation uh, with F5. All the stuff is a thing now, and I love it. I absolutely love it. And the, the, the other best thing about this computer is it feels like the old style Macs. The, the top is flat. It's not that rounded kind of raised where it, you know, kind of goes up like it used to. Like, this feels like the old style MacBooks, like the PowerBooks. That's what it reminds me of, and it's glorious. The retro look to this thing is absolutely amazing, and I love it. So if you're in the market for a Mac, this is the time to buy right now. They do start at $2,000, but it's well worth it. It is well worth the money. And you could also get Apple Care on these things um, by the year. You could pay $150 a year. And so, like, I, I purchased it for three years. And then they said after, or uh, two or three years, I think three years. After the third year, they said, you can just continue. If you have a machine, you could just go on to a yearly um, uh, renewal. And that's really awesome. I didn't realize they had started that. So, really happy about that. So, what are y'all's thoughts about everything we've talked about so far? Y'all, um, I think it's pretty awesome. I love everything. Like I said, go check out the unboxing. I said that I wanted it now, and the statement is still true. So, take <laughs> yep. that as you will, but that is the truth, y'all. And um, we're going to go get some tech when I get the, to Austin. So, yep. Um, that's all you... I'm going to say about that. Michael, is it enough for you to switch back from Windows? It really has me thinking. I've, I've, I've made it clear to people that if I switch back to the Mac, I'll probably switch over to a Mac Mini. Although this MacBook is sounding kind of nice and a built-in SD card reader. I mean, I still use mm -hmm. I use SD cards on a regular basis for writing operating systems to Raspberry Pi SD cards. And right now I have to go downstairs to the Surface Book that has the SD card slot built into it and use that or find a dock that has an SD card slot in it. So that is intriguing. I don't know that it's $2,000 intriguing, but it, it definitely has me excited. And the M1 chip is amazing by itself, uh, let alone some of these upgrades. So I, I, it is in the back of my mind to explore a Mac. I don't know where I'll go with that. If I had to pick something from the Apple event, to buy right now, it would be a HomePod Mini. Uh, Demasi brought to my attention yesterday, and I didn't realize this, but the advantage to the HomePod Minis that are currently available is the fact that they have the technology. They simply need a software slash firmware upgrade from Apple to be pushed to them to make them be compliant with Matter when that is released to the general public, whereas the HomePod themselves did not have the thread technology in them, is my understanding. So that really has me intrigued. And honestly, I need something to soup up the audio. My wife wants to get a new TV for the bedroom with uh, our new Apple TV. And so I think if she can get a new TV, I can get a couple HomePods so I can improve the sound. Or so, HomePod Mini so I can improve the sound. Explain to me what Matter is. 
Um, I am not the best person to explain it, but my understanding of what matter is, is that you can buy something that is a lady compatible or G compatible or home kit compatible, and they'll all work together. It's a spec that all of the major home automation systems are working on. So if you bought a a lady compatible thermostat, but but it is working with matter as well, that means you would be able to control it from HomeKit uh, because they're all going to cross, be cross-platform and cross-environment uh, uh, so you can use them together. But it does require some technologies. Eero Networks will be upgraded to... Uh, they, they, Eero announced that the software will be available to upgrade your Eero Network to be a Matter-compatible network as well. So that's Ooh, awesome. Cool stuff. Yeah, look up Matter if you haven't yet. Look it up. Yeah, this is why I've, I've learned stuff from this show today. See, Michael always has cool stuff to talk about. Um, and I guess the last thing, you know, we've we talked a bit about the Macs. Uh, and, and Apple released um, these new Beats headphones, the Beats uh, Fit Pro. And um, these do not have inductive charging. They're $200, but they're more like the AirPods Pro. And... They have little hooks that go in your ear to help them fit in your ear. I call them earworms because they look like worms from science fiction like Star Trek that are burrowing into your ear. They have like the silicone ear tips. And, you know, you get the purple one, which is kind of a purpley pink. And it really looks like an ear. I think they also have a green one, too. But they all look like little worms that are burrowing into your ear. It looks like you're going to get a brain parasite or something. But from what I hear, um, they have just as good a sound as the AirPods Pro. They fit better um, to a lot of people because of how that hook works. And um, they have the noise cancellation and the transparency mode and the normal uh, as well. But they're $50 cheaper than the AirPod Pros. So I don't know what to make of those. I haven't heard them, but uh, I really like my AirPods uh, third generation. So to keep people informed... We now have, and, and, and I'm combining the Beats brand and the Apple brand together, because if you go to beatsbydre.com, you'll see at the bottom it says copyright 2021 Apple Incorporated. So all things said, they're, they're the same thing. Yep. So you have the Beats Studio Buds coming in at 159 You have the AirPods 3s at 179 You have the Beats Fit Pro at, uh, at 199 then you have the big jump up to the AirPods Pro at 249 mm-hmm. uh, MSRP. And then you have the uh, uh, AirPods, AirPods Max. Pro or AirPods Max. And I don't remember what the MSRP on those are. I think it's 549 if I remember. Yeah, so right. there's a lot of choices when it comes to earbuds. I am intrigued by the Beats Buds Pro, whatever they're called. <laughs> the Beats Fit Pro. Fit Pro I'm intrigued yeah. by them mainly because I there are so. So I'm intrigued by them, mainly because I have been told by one person who also relayed a message from another person that they're the best sounding single ear headphones that they've heard in a while, Uh, which means because if you're anything like myself, and I I don't know about Michael or Taylor, but I often have one earbud in. It's it's Mm -hmm. fairly rare that I listen to two earbuds at once unless I'm actually sitting down doing nothing. And I want good quality audio in that one earbud so i can hear all the representation of the podcast or the audio drama or the music that i'm listening to 
And my understanding is, is that the uh, Beat Fit Pro, have to you know remind myself of that side note apple's branding team sucks at naming stuff but that's the <laughs> point uh they're, they're good sounding that's my understanding so i will probably be picking up a pair because you know christmas is coming up and and i need new stuff and boys can have hand-me-downs right <laughs> there you go um all right we've covered a lot of material today folks so we're going to go ahead and wrap up and uh give our tips i mean our uh, picks and um our contact information. So is our usual part of the show. So uh, to start us off, um, Michael, what is your pick of the week and where can people find you online? My pick of the week is we've been talking about headphones and it's a pair of headphones that I picked up. They have a circle shaped ear cup. And as I said, on the left one, uh, there's a detachable 10 foot cable. So if the cable goes out, you don't have to worry about buying a brand new pair of headphones because the headphones are still good. And you can just replace the cable, which is super awesome. Yep, that is. Uh, and awesome. then you can find me online uh, creating some content with high accessibility. I'm also at youronpay.com and on Twitter at payom, P-A-Y-O-W-N. All right. So, um, Taylor, what is your pick for this week and where can people find you online? My pick is AirTags. I've gotten some AirTags because I need to track my luggage. Uh, if you don't know, folks, I'm actually going to Austin. I've been talking about this a lot, and actually we're going to be having a whole stream about it uh, after this uh, stream. Um, and I need a way to track my luggage. So AirTags, for those who are not familiar, is Apple's new tracking device, where basically it's a competitor directly to Tile. So if you've ever used those Tile trackers where you can play sound, you can see where they're at on a map, it's the same kind of idea, but it's in the Apple ecosystem. And it uses the Find My Network to be able to uh, find the AirTags on the map and as well as to do that kind of thing. And then if there is another iPhone, like if you have it lost and another iPhone pings it, then it will send you a location update in Find My. So uh, it's really awesome. I'm looking forward to using those for my uh, luggage and also to keep in my purse and my backpack. Just in case, right? Just in case, you know, I lose something or something gets stolen, I have a way so that I can recover it. So I got a four-pack, which ran me about $103 total. And I think it was well worth it. So go check those out. I got them on Amazon. So, yeah. People can find me producing content for iAccessibility. You can also find me more often, though, producing content for Taste Tech Talks. Uh, link is in the chat. Hopefully, you can also find me doing the Techopolis live show with Michael every Wednesday at 6 Central and streaming on my Taste Tech Talks channel sim uh, simultaneously. Well, I guess so. Uh, I guess we are doing restream. Um, but you can also find me on uh, Twitter. You could do Taylor, Arndt, Taylor underscore Arndt 22 or Taste Tech Talks on Twitter. As well as Facebook, Taylor Aren't, or Tay's Tech Talks, or my company, Taylor's Accessible Branding Solutions. Lots of places to find me online, and also Clubhouse. So if you find me on Clubhouse, say hi. And yeah, uh, or you could email me at taylor at tayloraccess.com. All right. And, um, you know, I had it in my head which pick I was going to get, I was going to make. Um, there's so many choices. So many choices. So vast many choices. But I'm going to surprise everybody and not go with the pick that people think I'm going to go with. My pick 
for this week is going to be the Foundation TV show. Um, I love the books. Obviously, they had to change things for television and that kind of thing, but it's still amazing. Great show. Uh, you should check it out. It's based on the Isaac Asimov Foundation series. Um, on Audible, I believe they're read now by Scott Brick, so check those out. But the TV show is great. Wonderful TV show. Check it out. Um, uh, they just finished season one, so you could binge watch the whole thing. I think that's the end of the first season. Um, but it was wonderful. Kind of hoping there's one more episode because I hate cliffhangers. Um, so check out Foundation on Apple TV+. Plus. As for where you could find me, you could find me producing content for iAccessibility. I'm Mike Doeys on Twitter. You can email me at Mike Doeys. It's M-I-K-E-D-O-I-S-E at iCloud.com. And I'm all, all over the web. I'm also on the Techopolis uh, live show and game streams on the Techopolis channel. Techopolis.online slash YouTube is how you can get to that. T-E-C-H-O, uh, let me say that slower. T-E-C-H-O-P-O-L-I-S dot online slash YouTube. We'll get you there. We have a lot of other um, ways you can get in contact with us. So uh, that will be down in our uh, show notes. So check that out. I want to thank everybody for being here on YouTube and uh, on the, you know, everybody who's listening to the podcast. We're sorry. We'll try to be better at uh, making these more regular and we will be back for more content soon. So thanks for coming by folks and we'll see you next time. Bye everyone. Bye everyone. Bye. This show has been brought to you by the IACast Network. We love hearing from you. Email us at feedback at iaccessibility.net. Got Twitter? Follow us at iaccessibility1. Facebook? Search for iaccessibility. Download our free apps for iOS and Android and keep up with all of our content at iaccessibility.net. If you'd like to donate to our show, hit the PayPal button on our website and get early access to our outtakes with a donation at patreon.com slash iacast. Thanks for listening.